Welcome to Drinking Bros Sports, brought to you by KillCliffCBD.com. Sit back, relax, and grab a fucking drink. What is up? Welcome to the baseball show. I am your host, Rob Fox. I'm actually exhausted. I don't know why I'm talking so fucking much right now, like with such energy, because I really just want to pass the fuck out. Because of uh, your baby or what? Uh, yeah, partly bit. It's not really the baby. Like, he's a pretty good sleeper, but I still don't like getting up three times a night just for, like, normal baby shit. Yeah. And, uh, that, it's been a long day. Had to take fucking photos early in the morning with the baby, and then we've had, like, four shows today <laughs> or whatever. Just trying to, I'm just trying to get through the end of the day with some liquor. Yeah. I mean, liquor's one way to do it. You could also try, um, Killcliff Energy. Ignite. That'll probably get you going. I do like that, too. I would probably combine the two right now. Yeah. Unfortunately, we're out of it right now. I know. Now. It's been driving me crazy. Um, but I ordered some, so should be here soon. I've been using the energy, the Cardomax energy intensifier as well. And those work, too, yeah. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're, it's all, I just mix them all together and then, then freebase it. Yes. Smoke that shit. I put it, I actually uh, butt chug it. Just right mm. into the ass. I'm sure somebody has butt chugged like a fucking... Uh, uh, Red Bull or something before, right? Oh, 100%. You would think so. Like a, a red, a vodka Red Bull. Someone on this it. show, probably. Oh I, boy, I, definitely a drinking bro. Certainly many a SUNY frat guy. Like that <laughs> seems like something you'd hear about killing someone at SUNY Albany. Yeah, like just ass chugging vodka Red Bulls. Yeah, I, I wouldn't be surprised about that. Yeah, <clears throat> feels like a big SUNY move. Uh, but speaking of New York, I actually want to bring this up before we get into the first topic. I learned something infuriating today. Uh, the Yankees just clinched their 29th straight winning season. Wow. 30 it's impressive. years. Yeah. That's as old as Dan Regesser, basically. Delco Dan, what do you... They haven't had a losing record since you were born. I was born in 91, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Must be nice. Yeah. Uh, that's... That's a long time. I'm not surprised, though. I mean, that's a very... Uh, a team built for, for to score runs. That's what they've been doing. Um, pitching staff leaves a lot to be desired, but kind of always has. You know, it's I don't know when they've. I, I guess what dominant pitching staffs have they had in their deep playoff runs? Even David they, they David Cohn and and David Wells and shit like that. Clemens and, and uh, yeah, and Clemens and Pettit, Pettit. and they had. Uh... He was on the bat. I don't. I don't think he actually won any World Series with them. But Mike Messina, yeah, he was still part of that quote unquote dynasty. Like he yeah, was yeah. on the team that lost the '03 World yeah. Series and, and shit like that. But uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, and obviously, Mariano Rivera in the bullpen was always a threat for them. Yeah, but lately the Yankees teams have been pretty much operating with substandard rotations, at least if not 100%. their entire entire bull or their entire fucking pitching staff, but. What they've never done in my lifetime, really, with the literal exception of Andy Pettit and Mariano Rivera, who kind of doesn't count because he's not a starter, is a grow a rotation. It's all no, the higher yeah, cuts. Yeah. yeah, yeah, for sure. Which I mean, is they, fucking fine. But they're not even close. Like, I'm looking at the... They've, they've allowed 602 runs this year. That's less than the Tampa Bay Rays. <laughs> great bullpen. Yeah. They, I mean, they kind of always had a great bullpen. The White Sox, who have a pretty good all-around pitching staff as well, 589. So they're like fucking not far behind them either. I mean, it's – I don't know. And the best pitching staff in baseball has been uh, the Dodgers, obviously, 499 run. They're like like 100 lower. They're 50 lower basically than anybody else. Good Lord. And 100 lower than them. Uh, Giants at 540, so those are good pitching staffs, obviously. But, you know, for what it's worth, the Yankees pitching staff has not performed terribly – and I think it's mostly due to their bullpen. Bullpen, uh, I don't, they're kind of middle of the pack defensively, I think, right? Like, they're not great defensively, yeah. but they're not awful. Well, they play in a, <clears throat> half their games in a very specific type of stadium that is, if you put the right people, like, you don't need a super fast guy in right field, for example. No. There's not a lot of ground out well, they there. Put, there's not a lot of ground, so they put Judge the Giant out there. Yeah, I mean, he covers just by standing there. If you look at the way a sundial works, you can see about <laughs> how much space he can cover just by standing in one spot. Yeah. It's more than, than some people can run. So, uh, yeah, they're doing all right. I, I don't like... I, I've never been a huge Yankee hater, though. I don't really care. Uh, I haven't either. I was kind of... Uh... 
I fucking hated them in 96. That, like, infuriated me. 99, I was pretty apathetic, too, losing that World Series because it never felt like we were going to win. Even after winning the first two games, I was still like, nah. In 96? Yeah. Yeah. That felt like a fever dream. Yeah. It's really fucked up that you can go, uh, what did we go, six and four in our last 10 games in that playoff and yeah. not win the title? Not ideal. No. Also, want to give a quick shout out, by the way, to uh, everyone in our fantasy baseball leagues. It is the playoffs. We're uh, running down to the end of the first round. So, about to get to the championship round after this Sunday. So, next show will be during the championship round. Uh, <laughs> Prizes will be announced next week for that. They we've got some good ones, I think. Uh, Ross was uh, showing me a bunch uh, like a couple weeks ago. We were just kind of trying to figure it out. I'm in the playoffs. I've, I'm in a pretty tenuous situation right now, tied five to five. But there's only like one category I can still steal from him. Right. So I just like dumped half my players and loaded <laughs> up on closers. Anyone that could steal me a save. Just seeing what's going to happen with that. Well, good luck. Uh, I want a prize. I want a fucking prize. Well, I don't even know what the prizes are. I keep forgetting. Uh, it's going to be something. I mean, I, like I, I know we know, but yeah. I don't remember what they are. I don't remember. Either. I'm not winning shit. I was like one of the worst. I, I stopped setting my lineup uh, like <laughs> about a month into the season. Actually, it was about six weeks into the season because all of my best players had been hurt that entire time. Yeah. So it's like, all right, well, there's no point in doing this. That's not one of those leagues where... Uh, baseball's not one where you can, if you, if your top two or three draft picks get hurt, you're fucked. Like they just can't make that ground of my opinion. I've been playing fantasy baseball a long time, so I kind of quit paying attention to it. I was lucky. I didn't have that. So I'm in it hoping I fucking win. But anyway, whatever. No one cares about hearing about my fucking fantasy team. I feel bad talking about this much already. Uh, let's get into some actual, uh, baseball news. The fucking Cardinals are back. They're surging. I'm a little worried about some... Actually, I'm a little excited for some October Cardinal Devil Magic. Because if they do make the playoffs, it will only be as a wildcard team. And this feels like the sort of team that the Dodgers get really unlucky with. Yeah, it would be nice for them to, to knock the Dodgers out before the Braves have to see them. Um, at least from, uh, from my perspective, that would be nice. That would be... I mean, everybody wants that, right? The Giants... And the Brewers would be pretty fucking happy with that too. Like I, all I want is for the Dodgers to be the wild card team, on the off chance that they can just get knocked out there. Because I don't trust anyone, not even the Giants, to beat them in a series. And the <coughs> Giants are the only one I give the, even a shot to in the National League. Yeah, maybe. I mean, any, a lot of things can happen. The Braves played them pretty tough last year, and it was, uh, you know, I was actually thinking about this last night. I was looking before I went to sleep. I was looking over some stats and, and, and stuff that's been going on the past couple of weeks and shit like that. If uh, the Dodgers rotation with now with Scherzer, Kershaw, Bueller, Urias, uh, who may win the fucking Cy Young, by the way, he's, in my opinion, he probably should win the Cy Young. Uh, if you add Trevor Bauer to that if he doesn't have his fuck up and maybe they don't get Scherzer if that is the they case. They probably don't, yeah. But if they did, this would 100% be the best rotation of all time, at least for one season. And I'm not talking about the best pitchers of all time collectively on the same team. I would mean I would I mean the best rotation. So <clears throat> you can go back to the Braves in the 90s for sure. Glavin, Smoltz, Maddox, and anytime they had a quality fourth starter, any one of those years would be in the in the in the discussion for best of all time, mm-hmm. because those three guys are three of the literal best pitchers of all time. Yeah. Now Scherzer is probably one of the best pitchers of all time. Kershaw regular season, one of the best of all time. The other guys are too young to tell so far. We'll see. Um, I've seen too many Walker Bueller's fizzle out. You know what I mean? Like, right. uh, like Kerry Wood, for example, just right. like went out and, and, and never, never really, never really performed much after like what his 26th birthday or some shit like that. Um, he had a, he had a, a like, he was really good in the 90s and then had like kind of a renaissance in 03 with Mark Pryor. Mm. 03, 04, he was real good. Yeah. Pitch, it, pitched arguably statistically the greatest game of all time. Had the highest like win score with his yeah, 20 yeah, yeah. strikeout game. Yeah. <clears throat> but I just want to go over some of these. I, this isn't even in our fucking rundown. I just want to go over these fucking numbers of the fucking starting pitchers uh, uh, on their team right now. Um, 
Max Scherzer, who we all know is a great blah, blah, Hall blah. Hall of Famer. Hall of Famer for sure. He's 14-4 and four with a 2.17 ERA, .82 whip. All right. Clayton Kershaw has had an injury plague season. Uh, nine, still 9-7, nine 333 ERA, which is kind of high for him. .98 whip. Right. Which, by the way, people are like, oh, man, Kershaw's really, uh, Kershaw's really on the back nine of his career. Wow. Like, no. Uh, .98 whip. Right. Yeah, that means if if you see a sub one whip on a starting pitcher and he's not winning games, uh, it could be one of two things: either he's not going deep enough into games and he's getting a lot of no decisions, but he's getting a lot of decisions, mm-hmm. right? So it's not that it's run support typically. Uh, Walker Bueller, uh, fourteen and three, two thirty two ERA, point nine five whip, and then uh, uh, Julio uh, Urias, eighteen and three, two ninety nine. Uh, 1.03 whip. They have four fucking starters on their team right around the one whip. Most of them are under. I mean, right? if you average those all together, they're, those four of them are allowing less than a base runner in innings. Correct. And if you average all them together, they're also allowing less than three runs, quite a bit less, actually, than three <laughs> runs uh, per fucking nine innings. I don't know if we've ever seen dominance across an entire pitching staff like this before in the history of baseball. So I'm, I'm going to have to look really closely and see if this has ever happened before, because I don't think it has. This doesn't have to do with whip, and it's a little, a little bit of a grain of salt with this in particular, but I did <laughs> read today that they have, this rotation has the best winning percentage uh, since the 27 Yankees. And uh, again, the reason I mentioned Bauer, obviously he's going to be out for the rest of the year, it looks like. Before he went down with his nonsense, he was 8-5 and five with a 2.59 ERA and a, a, a whip of one even. Hmm. That means they would have had, let's say he came back, right? right? That stuff went away, they had Scherzer, he came back, and that five-man rotation would have had uh, 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 I don't know what their record, I'd have to do the math on what their total record would have been, but their ERA would have been somewhere around like 2.55, two, 2.5, five, two, five, or 2.6, two, yeah. somewhere around there with a whip of about .95. That, there's no way that a five-man rotation has ever done that in the history of baseball. Before. If they did, it was like dead ball, right? Like may, pre-integ- maybe, yeah. Pre-integration, Possible. they were throwing a rock and hitting it with a 2 by 4 like, And you know what the weird thing is? Uh, they're bringing this entire staff back next year. And maybe uh, if, if... Scherzer's contract's up. Yeah, he's coming back. For sure. <laughs> uh, if if uh, nobody else will be able to pay him. Unless he's either going to stay here or he's going to the Yankees. Right. Well, and the, and the Dodgers also have uh, Gonsolin and Dustin May coming back. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, <clears throat> look, Bauer may come back. Who knows, yes. right? Like, yeah. he's going to play somewhere next year unless he's convicted of a crime. Yeah. No, and he's fighting it aggressively. And my guess is... It wouldn't, he'll probably pitch again somewhere. He's not going to get convicted of anything. Because no, I don't think so. This is, it, it's been mishandled. He may have to fucking change settings or something. I don't know about that. But forget about that. Dustin May comes back and uh, pitches to his, if they actually just let him be a starting pitcher, which I know he's valuable as a fucking swing guy. But either way, they're going to have uh, a great rotation next year as well. Most of these guys are coming back. They will probably – you would be insane not to re-sign Max Scherzer. So what's funny is about the Dodgers – we're not even talking about the Cardinal yet. You know, we, you talked earlier, like, you're not a Yankee hater. Mm-hmm. You didn't hate the Yankee, the 90s Yankees or whatever. These Dodgers teams put those Yankee teams to shame. I know they haven't won the same amount of World Series, mm-hmm. but I've never <clears> seen a team – Talent-wise, yeah. With the fucking depth yeah. like the Dodgers have had over the last – I don't know, five, six years. Mm-hmm. It's fucking stupid. It, it, it's mind-blowing. And, it, and it's just like, before they even sign free agents, the prospects just never stop coming. Because unlike the NFL draft or the NBA draft, the baseball talent pool is so deep and so much murkier that they're able to win the, the, their drafts and their international right. signings. <laughs> like They're able to do everything. Like, the Patriots over the course of Tom Brady or whatever, they couldn't sign, like they couldn't sign a Hall of Famer or uh, an All Star Pro Bowler, I guess, every time in the first round, right? No way, or, yeah. Or the first two, three rounds. Because you just you're not, you're not unless you're losing, you're not going to get a draft pick that high. Is this the way it works? Right. But baseball, man, there it is very common for a 60th round draft pick to become a major league baseball player. Yeah, and it's not. It is far more common for that to happen than for uh, uh, a six-round pick in the NFL to become a superstar. Like, Tom Brady's an aberration. That's, mm-hmm. not, that's not how that usually fucking goes down. Uh, 
The last team to win three World Series in a row was the New York Yankees, 98 to 2000. I don't know if any team has ever had a better shot at doing it three times a row than these guys right here, just because of the, the fucking... Yeah. They have everything you need to win. And, you know, what's gone wrong for them? What, who did they lose to in 19? Which, which part? The Nationals. It? it was the in Nationals. The, in the division series. Yeah. Who... You know, I mean, and to be fair... That was Scherzer and Strasburg. Yeah, that was a stacked rotation. Um, And then they won in 2020. 2017, they lost to the Astros cheating. 2018, they lost to, uh, I don't know, a great Red Sox team. Maybe a Mm. team they should have beaten. So I think uh, to be... They're they're right now, they're kind of like a Bills dynasty, Mm -hmm. right? Where they haven't... I mean, really, they're the 90s Braves. Kind of, yeah. But if they win one more, if they win two more, especially with this current crop appeal, I would say that's a dynasty at that point. But if they don't, then I mean, look, Roberts is two and uh, one and two in the fucking World Series as a coach, right? Or as a manager, whatever they fucking call it. Over Which there. is, you know, it's like shitting on LeBron for having like a mediocre record in the finals. Yeah, it's like, well, <laughs> yeah, I guess, but he also made the fucking finals a bunch. Yeah, um, yeah. This this should be really interesting. To see what happens as playoffs, that team is great. That's the, why I'm rooting kind of for the Cardinals here. I yeah. kind of like the Cardinals in the wild card spot. When I get to this, they're eight and one in their last nine games. Uh, they have surged into second place in the NL wild card. I think the Reds have lost like five or six series in a row. Wow, had two or three, <laughs> two of three taken from them. We've talked uh, detailed the uh, Padres collapse mm-hmm. in the second half. I mean, just falling off a fucking cliff. I think I, I read something. They're like ten games under 500 or something since trading for Frazier. Although I think the better way to put that is like 10 games under 500 since not getting Scherzer. Yeah, pretty much. That changed their whole fucking season. I agree. I think, it's, uh, I think it was a huge letdown to not get help. Yeah. I think it felt like a letdown to the team. You can see them expressing that right now in their, in their, in their losses. Yeah. Uh, so the Cardinals kind of interestingly made at what were at the time, I don't know, underwhelming moves. Cardinals fans were pissed. I know that. They, they picked up John Lester and J.A. Happ, a couple of, like, washed veteran pitchers whose numbers were awful that year, or so far this year or whatever. Uh, in the second half, basically since the trade, Lester's got a 3.77 ERA, about a run and a half lower than what it was before he went to the Cardinals. Uh, 1-2-9 whip. I mean, this it's not, gonna, not mind-blowing like the Dodgers pitchers, but very serviceable. Gets the job done. Uh, J.A. Happ had a, like, mid-two ERA. He's, has, he's had a bad September. But his August ERA was really good. So was his whip. Um, and then Wainwright, he's going to get down ballot <laughs> Cy Young votes. Yeah, I just, uh, you know, this team is definitely talented enough to win games. I just feel like they're kind of old. Uh, but it is, they're, they're, the good thing about them is that they have a lot of playoff experience on the team. They're also super, they, they have a bunch of super streaky hitters, especially. Mm-hmm. Like, there are points where Goldschmidt and Arenado, you just can't get them out. Yeah. You, and it's, it's like almost like that, uh, that Tony Gwynn trope or uh, uh, story from back in the day where catchers would just tell him what pitch was coming because he was so locked in, they were just trying to do something to get in his head. <laughs> uh, he would have, like, Tony Gwynn, go back some time and look at how many months, full months, Tony Gwynn hit 400. It'll blow your fucking balls off. Yeah, honestly, for a guy that was fat and and uh, 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 not a power hitter, you know what I mean? It's just weird. He was a big dude that couldn't. I and he hit home he runs. wasn't originally early in his career. He stole a lot of bases, and then at some point he was like, you know what? I don't even have to be in shape to do this. Yeah, him and Greg Maddox, arguably the best pure pitcher and hitter of maybe all time. Just like pure make maybe. contact, control the ball. I mean, I guess you'd uh, Pete Rose is pretty good at that too. Yeah. So it'd be hard to see the all time hits leader. It'd be hard to That's fair. shortchange him. But yeah, I mean, uh, Gwen had, fuck, I don't remember how many consecutive 200 hit seasons he had, but it was quite a few. Um, um, no, yeah, he's insane. But uh, the Cardinals, so just think about this. First off, they can easily take a game. For, it's the wild card game, anyone can take any game. Right, like it's just one fucking baseball game. Everyone. I mean, it's going to come down to Wainwright versus Scherzer. Right. And, uh, you know, that's a... Obviously, Scherzer is... He throws faster. 
which gives him an advantage. Uh, certainly strikes out more people. But Wainwright is 40 years old. He's 16 and 7, 288 ERA and a 1.03 whip. So it's not like you're talking about a huge divide in talent. Now, and, and by the way, also not a huge divide in competitiveness. No, Wainwright is not only is super competitive and has won awards himself, but he's won multiple World Series as well, right? Uh, so he was out for the 2011 year. Mm, but he won in six? Yes. Or, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. He's a large man. He's 6'7". Uh, and he's a fucking gamer. Like, that is not a dude you want to face in a, play, in a do-or-die playoff game. I'm looking at his... Uh, where is it? Fucking postseason stats here. Come on, bitch. Uh, postseason pitching. <clears throat> yeah, he's always been pretty excellent in the postseason. So is Scherzer, but... Yeah, his career in the postseason, uh, he started 15 games, but he's only 4-5, and five, right? Okay. Which means he's uh, uh, maybe not going deep into ball games. Um, 108 innings in, in, in 28 but he pitched a lot in relief as well. As a matter of fact, 06, he was a reliever. 06 and uh, 09. Well, no, he started in 09. Yeah. Okay. And then in 15, he was a reliever again. Um, but his, ER, his combined ERA across 28 games pitched in, in the postseason, 2.85, which is pretty goddamn good. Uh, whips a little high, 1.168. But most of that actually came from last season. Yeah. I mean, 1.16 is still a good whip. And, and you're for a fa- starter, it's good, yeah. And you're facing better lineups. Yeah, for sure. And I, I, if you haven't ever seen it, uh, go YouTube uh, him freezing Beltran <coughs> in the 06 NLCS. Oh, yeah. Have you, seen, have you noticed, by the way, this showed up a couple of years ago. It might have been after, right after Trump got elected. Trump is in that shot. Oh, really? He was, yeah, he's sitting behind home plate watching and watches, uh, watches Beltran get uh, fucking frozen by Wainwright's curveball. Uh, so... Between, like you said, Goldschmidt and Arenado, Tyler O'Neill, also a great mm. hitter, 26 home runs this year. And Flaherty, probably back before the year's over. Schilt, their manager, manager thinks he's going to be back. Dude, if they, if they beat the Dodgers in a wild card game, which they absolutely can fucking do, yeah. Wainwright, Lester, who has been a great postseason pitcher throughout his career, Wainwright, Lester, Flaherty, I don't really want to fuck with that in the postseason no i mean but i want to fuck with that a lot more than i want to fuck with the dodgers lineup <laughs> yeah. that's i mean yeah absolutely but that those names at least scare me more than the names in the giants rotation right it scare me more than the <clears throat> names in um bro oh we're just doing we're starting the show over yeah because you fucked it up uh yeah i mean the, the giants i don't scare me whatsoever they don't. They scream regular season team to me. Yeah. And the Brewers don't scare me whatsoever. I know Burns and uh, the other fucking guy whose name is escaping me right now. I, like they, they have a good I'm, not, I'm not worried about the Brewers so much. I mean, they, they got a good pitching staff, but the Giants, uh, not so much in their rotation, but their position players has quite a bit of playoff experience. There's three World Series for Posey and Belt uh, and Crawford. Yeah. Right? No, Belt has two. Uh, Crawford's been there the whole time. He's got three. Chris Bryant's got one. I mean, there's a lot of fucking playoff experience on that team. So Longoria's there. He doesn't have a ring, but he's he's been there. Yeah. yeah. The, the World Series or the the playoff. I'm sorry. The 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 regular season team. It does make sense to me, but there is also quite a bit of playoff experience, and anything can happen once a playoff starts. And, and it should be noted, uh, Delco Dan, you can back us up on this. Gabe Kapler, great manager. Uh, greatest. Just he, had, he's probably yeah. the most in shape Jew on earth, right? <laughs> Have you ever seen that dude with his fucking shirt off? Oh, he's fucking jacked. Jesus Christ, that dude is a fucking animal. Wasn't this thing that yeah. he, he doesn't beat off or that he beats off a lot? Um, it's one or the other. I just want to know the cocktail he's putting into his body. I know. I mean, like, even when, when did he retire, though? Because if it was like uh, 2011 or some shit, wasn't, wasn't that, that long ago? It wasn't yeah, that young. long ago. Actually, if people, if you want to go, uh, if you want to go real deep, he used to be the face of K-Swiss when he was the top minor leaguer in uh, baseball in the 90s. I yeah. remember him from commercials. 2011 is when he, he got out. So he would have gotten caught doing, uh, doing drugs at some point if he was fucking juicing up, right? You would think. Not, yeah. a, lot, not a lot of people have been able to get away with it. Yeah. He, he's not juicing. He's all natural. Whatever the cocktail is, then, yeah, we need to know because it's, it's legal, apparently. He should be sharing that information with his teammates or, or his uh, players. Anyways, yeah, 
what were you gonna what was the point you were gonna make about Gabe Kapler? Uh, well, I was just kind of rubbing it in Dan's face that he uh, left the Phillies and immediately became a great manager. Probably going to win manager of the year this year. He said he, he said he learned a lot from the failure of just being in Philadelphia. Uh, well, look, I mean, the, so you're saying Phillies, good luck, Chuck? Yeah. Does it would that way. Does that mean Bryce Harper is actually going to be a good player the next place he goes? Because he's doing well this year. No, but he, so I mean, far he's, he's going to win. He's probably going to win the MVP. Ugh, Bryce Harper. Why? What, in like 15 years when he's out of Philly? No, no, no. How, how long of a contract did he sign? It's a long ass contract. It's like a 12 year contract. He's spending, yeah. he's spending the rest of his career in Philadelphia. That's too bad for him and for Philly. Yeah. Uh, I, you think he's, you really think he's going to win the MVP? I think he's probably the front runner in a thin pool or like a w- divide. It's going to be very divided. You know what I mean? Like he wins with like 20, 30% of the vote or some shit like that. Maybe. Maybe. I mean, uh, there's other names on that list. Unfortunately for Trey Turner, people who change uh, teams do get a decent bump for MVP if their team shows out after that, but it was already the Dodgers, so I don't know how much. And Scherzer came over with you. The, I mean, the, Trey uh, Turner's a great fucking... I cannot believe they traded him. What the fuck? That made fuck, no like sense. Like, Scherzer, that's fine. He's 37 in the last year of his contract. Trey Turner is a fucking franchise player. He's 28. The reason they let Harper go is because they wanted to keep him, and they knew that at some point they wouldn't have the money to keep both. Probably, yeah. right? You'd have to think that, or maybe it was just... Harper wanted to leave, right. but fuck, man, that doesn't make any sense to me at all. No, that was pure. I mean, they did get, <clears throat> from what, everything I've read, they got about as good of a prospect haul as anyone's ever gotten yeah. in a trade. But, I mean, at this point... like Prospects are a fucking dime a dozen, my man. And also, you have Juan Soto on your team. You've got a top-five hitter in the league. I think you need to build around that guy, not do like a five-fucking-six-year oh. rebuild and just waste that guy's early 20s. Yeah. It's fucking crazy. The fucking National League is gross. I mean, now that the fucking... Uh, uh, the Dodgers were already great. Washington sucks. The Reds are in free fall. The mm-hmm. Padres are in free fall. Those, all those teams have a lot of great players. So you're probably right. I mean, it's probably going to be him. I mean, I, <sighs> Adam Duvall could win it. <laughs> He Why not? teams too, though. Why not? I know, but you team people have yeah. won MVP switching teams. I want to say he's hitting like 230, though. Yeah, he's hitting 229. Yeah, he's. I don't think he's going to win it with that. Well, since he's joined the Braves, he's hitting uh, a little bit less, 228. But he's hit he's still, 13 home runs in fucking 40 games. Yeah, we didn't sign him to go two for four. We no. signed him for one dinger a game. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. You're probably right. I mean, nobody really deserves it this year. No, it's a shitty pool. And the difference between Cy Young and, and uh, MVP is, I think Cy Young's just a lot more like raw stat driven, so yeah. they don't care that Scherzer switched teams. They're just like, well, he kept got, getting people out, so yeah. fuck it. Whereas, yeah, you're right. Like, Trey Turner, like, the, it, it's, I don't, it's weird. Like, Cy Young is way more of a statistic-driven award, and MVP has got more intangibles involved in it. Yeah, MVP is... I understand the the argument that it should be the best player on the best team. I actually agree with that. Um, maybe maybe that's maybe MVP is the wrong thing to call that, but I think that's what the award should be. Who was the best player on the best team this year? Because not only did that person contribute individually, but their individual contribution made the most amount of uh, 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 impact on the best outcome that happened that year. That's what. Like who is who. Th- Whomever wins, like it's like the uh, the Super Bowl MVP, right? Yeah, that's the player that played the best in that game, not the player that was the best for that whole thing, that whole season, right? Yeah. So who was the player that made the most impact for the best team? That makes sense to me. Uh, but except the Giants are spread pretty even. Yeah, right? yeah so. it's weird. It's weird this year in the American League. It's not, but we'll get to that after we do some ads. Yeah, let's get into some uh, ads. We got uh, Killcliff first up. Yeah, our favorite. Uh, we were talking about at the top of the show. Love the Ignite energy drink, but they also got CBD. If you didn't know, the Flamin' Joe CBD is, uh, drink is back in stock. It's like a spicy pineapple. Uh, I don't know what to tell you. It's fucking delicious. It's spicy. It it's, is very good. It's fucking sweet. It's... I had one last night and uh, the night before that and so on and so forth. Yeah. We drink Killcliffe a lot. As Dan was saying earlier, we have more on the way to the studio. And the reason we have more on the way is because we fucking crush it here. Yeah. It doesn't last very long. No, not at all. I'll have like two a day at least. Um, 
Yeah, it was developed by, if you don't know, it was developed by a U.S. Navy SEAL. Uh, gives you all the benefits you need without sacrificing flavor. Uh, the CBD products are awesome. Uh, like I said, the Flamin' Joe is back. And they're doing 30% off right now all the CBD flavors, uh, including the Flamin' Joe, the Mango Tango, Orange Kush, the Goat, which is the grapest of all time, Strawberry Days. That's my personal favorite CBD. Or you can just get a uh, variety pack. So for a limited time only, use the promo code DRINKINBROS. You'll get 30% off uh, any of those uh, variety pack or individual flavors. So go to KillCliff.com, use the promo code DRINKINBROS to get 30% off all the drinks or apparel. You rock a lot of uh, KillCliff apparel, I feel like. Mm -hmm. Uh, The apparel's good too, t-shirts, hats, whatnot. Uh, A lot of good shit on their website, including their other product like we talked about, the Ignite. They have the Flamin' Joe and the Ignite flavor as well. The Ignite, the energy drink, it's called Ignite. It's my favorite now since working here, my favorite hangover drink because it wakes me up and also, uh, you know, rehydrates, kind of kills the hangover with electrolytes, B vitamins. Uh, There's no sugar. It's only 20 calories a can, naturally flavored and naturally caffeinated. Uh, They get what it was like green tea or something like that. Yeah, there's two types of caffeine. There's uh, uh, caffeine that's made in a lab that comes in a white powder, and that's what you get in pretty much every energy drink. Yeah. Uh, Like any energy drink you buy off the shelf, Red Bull Monster, fucking Zoa from The Rock that has like 40 grams of sugar in it. Any of those drinks are made from that. This one, and the reason for those of you who have consumed it and have not had the jitters afterwards, the reason that it works that way is because it is made from natural caffeine, which is, comes from green tea primarily. Right. Yes. It's real fucking good. Yes. Uh, again, go to killcliff.com. And get our exclusive offer. That's 30% off killcliff.com. Use the promo code DRINKINBROS. That is K-I-L-L-C-L-I-F-F.com. Use the promo code DRINKINBROS. 30% off, whether it's Ignite or the CBD or a goddamn t-shirt. Whatever you want. They fucking got it. And they got it for 30% off because they like us that much. That's Brinkus' shit, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Next up, we got Ghost Bed. It's a bed made by ghosts. Made for ghosts, too. Yeah. Made so, for us, by us. Yeah. Wait, that's something else. No, that's a different thing. Uh, ghost bed is the best bed in the world, and if you don't agree with me, you can go fuck yourself. Um, and I mean that. He does. I mean it. I say it every day. He that's does. the first thing I say when I walk into the office every day. Like, hey, did you guys sleep on a ghost bed last night? And if anybody says anything other than yes, I tell them to get the fuck out. Yeah. I have to leave a lot. Yeah, it's well. I mean, there's one back there. Yeah, so yeah he just goes to, go to the back and takes a nap, and then he comes back. Yeah, because I don't. I just don't want to deal with people that haven't started out their day by rolling out of a ghost bed. To be honest, and that's fair because it's the best fucking bed in the world. It is. Uh, they give you a 20 year warranty. You can try it out for 101 nights. If you don't like it, you can send it back. But you're not going to because uh, the mattresses are amazing, and only a fucking psycho mails a mattress back. Mm-hmm. Um, but they won't care if you do. Uh, we like it too because it is cooling technology. If you live here in Texas, it's hot as balls, and uh, you need that extra situation. The AC sometimes doesn't cut it uh, all by itself, and a lot of times I feel like ERCOT just like bumps my AC up in the summertime. Man, I'll set my. I mean, look, part of it is you need to get better windows in your house. Yeah, but part of it is like the dial says. 72 and i'm like that's not 72. Yeah, my body knows i'm not going through fucking menopause motherfucker right. i know what the temperature is you need like a mercury thermometer in there to very verify it. i know and if they're different i'm gonna find dave ERCOT. ERCOT <laughs> is an acronym for something about texas energy i don't know it's not a guy named dave for sure but i will find you dave Wherever you are. Open a phone book and that's his problem now. Dave Urcott, you must hopefully there's not an actual man named Dave Urcott out there. That's gonna, somebody's gonna find him. Dan Dan said we might have just done something fucking terrible yeah, to that I guy. Know. Yeah. Sorry about that, Dave. Uh but right now Ghostbed's doing a um bundle deal, forty percent off Ghostbed bundles. So you get a uh a mattress and an adjustable base. So you got four different types of mattresses, and then you know, whatever you want else you want to toss on there, uh, cooling pillow sheet. Ross likes to say that, that someone that works there is fucking dead because they're still offering this. The IT guy, yeah. Yeah, it's supposed to be a limited time, and they just keep offering it. So go get 40% off an already really affordable mattress. Like, it's not 40% off something expensive. It's yeah. 40% off something that's already, like, better and less expensive than anything else. Or if you just need some a la carte, if you just want cooling pillows or cooling sheets or a mattress, whatever, mm. uh, you can use the <clears throat> promo code Bros at ghostbed.com forward slash Bros 
and that gives you 30% off everything. Uh, they do financing, it's like $35 a month, zero down, 0% financing. Um, so yeah, no interest or anything like that. Ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros, unless you literally have the credit of like a hobo, not gonna be hard to get a mattress. Yeah. And last but not least, my fucking bookie. Yeah, my bookie. Do some gambling. Which is what we're going to do. By the way, uh, I meant to say this during the uh, Cardinals topic. If the Cardinals do make the wild card game against the Dodgers, sprinkle that money line. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be probably plus like 260 or something like that. You may as well throw a hundo on it and see what happens. Why the fuck not? Like, really, why the fuck not? It is a fucking coin flip. I don't care who's playing who. It is a fucking... They could be playing the Pirates, and it's a fucking coin flip. Wow. Maybe not the pirates. <laughs> I mean, it's a, it could be a coin flip, but there's only a heads on both sides of the coin in that scenario. Fair. It's a fucking two-face coin. Two-face, yeah. yeah. Harvey Dent. Yeah. Uh, but on Sunday night, Lamar Jackson goes head-to-head with Pat Mahomes in a can't-miss matchup, and MyBookie has all the action. If you're on the fence about what to bet, prop bets are always the best way to gain an edge, and MyBookie has tons of props to choose from. We have actually heard from them before that prop bets, the house wins the least on. Hmm. Best odds for the gambler, prop bets. Um, so keep that in mind. If you want to bet some props, I always, the two things I always advocate for the most, especially if I don't know what the fuck's going on in a game beforehand, live lines and prop bets. Yeah. Way more controllable. Regardless of the sport. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, with Lamar is down Oh three all time against Pat Mahomes. So, you know, he's got something to prove. Uh, the over on his total rushing yards is looking like a great prop at mybookie.com. I actually do love that. Uh, that said, we all know the Chiefs are no pushovers, so I do like them to rack up the score on the Ravens. I think the over on the total points is pretty good in this game as well. Uh, get started by making your first deposit at mybookie.com. Use the promo code DRINKINGBROS to instantly double that deposit. That's double your money. That means free money. And then you can double your winnings with your first ever deposit by using the promo code my, uh, DRINKINGBROS at mybookie. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with mybookie. Uh, next up... Well, this you, so we're, we were talking about <clears throat> the Cardinals. Uh, it's not a foregone conclusion that they're going to be in that wild card spot. I mean, technically speaking, the Padres are they're what are they a game back? Yeah, no, right the Cardinals aren't in it. It just looks like they. Well, here's the problem for the Padres. They're they're in a series with. First of all, they've lost a number of series in a row. I haven't counted, but it's it's. I'm I'm looking at it. They won the Houston series, but they've lost quite a few. Um, uh, Cincinnati's won quite a, or lost quite a few in a row too, so you don't expect them to turn that around. The Padres have been just mediocre. Their problem is that they play one; they play St. Louis, which is kind of neat, but mm. it's because it's going to be like these two teams are playing for the playoffs, and that that series starts Friday. That's going to be a really interesting one to watch. Series. Um, they might be able to bury, not fully bury, but I mean, put them out of reach. They might be able to bury the Padres if they can win these two of these three games because. The Padres then have to go, uh, they have to play San Francisco for three games. Then they have to play Atlanta for three games. And they have to play the Dodgers in L.A. Then they have to play San Francisco in San Francisco to close out the season. And it should Uh, be noted that even though the Dodgers and Giants both are guaranteed a playoff spot, they have quite a bit to play for to avoid that fucking wild card game. Yeah, for sure. Because I think the Giants are, what, two games up on the the Dodgers, something like that? So, like, they... The, they can't. Neither team can take their foot off the gas. And if you look at the recent games between the uh, 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 Padres and and look, they they lost four straight to the Dodgers about a week ago in a game in a series that they weren't in any of the games. Yeah, they, at no point were they in control of any of these games. Uh, then they went into San Francisco and lost the first two. They won last night, but uh, you know it's not looking good for those guys. It's not looking good for them. Conversely. The Cardinals won, luckily. I mean, look, that, that series could go either way, so who knows. They have to play Milwaukee, which is tough. They have to but play, Milwaukee's they have to, locked up. They're locked in, right? They have to play them twice. They're a tough team, but they're locked in, so we'll see how they play that, especially that last series at the end of September. The other team they have left to play other than uh, San Diego is the Cubs. They have fucking seven games left against the Cubs. Uh, four. No, 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 seven. They have a four-game. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm just looking at September. Yeah, and then three games to close out the season. The the Cardinals have a much much easier pathway to the playoffs than the Padres do. Yeah, much easier. So, if you're a betting man and you want to go look at my bookie and and guess who's going to make the playoffs between those two, if that if that's an available bet, I would definitely take the Cardinals right now. Oh, 100. They might be minus money at this point. It's it's because of those remaining 
rec, uh, schedules. Yeah, you're probably right. And I, I would almost, I'll say this. However, if the Padres do run this shit out and make the wild card, I think Tatis Jr. is back in the race for MVP, and he may win it at that point. Yes. Like, if he gets hot, they end up winning enough games to make that game, he should probably win the MVP. I would agree with that. And he's still in the race. His, his main argument right now, I actually think he'd be a slam dunk if it wasn't for the fact that... Not enough just, games. Yeah, yeah, he's missed a lot of games. I mean, he's not even going to qualify for the fucking batting title, is he? I don't know off the top of my head. I, I, you got to think, though, in that last series the Cardinals have against the Brewers... Um, I guess it's not the last series of the year. It's the second to last series mm. of the year. But how much do you think the Brewers are just kind of like getting their ducks in a row? Uh, Rotation-wise. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, yep. what are they doing? Like, they're making sure, like, their guys might go, like, five innings, some shit like that, and just kind of yeah. fuck around. It looks like he will qualify for the batting title. You, okay. have to have, you have to have three point, I think it's 3.1 plate appearances per game that your team plays, which is 162. And he would, if he... Finishes out the season at the pace he's on right now and doesn't get hurt again. He'll have like three point two four, like three actually three point two five. Uh, so he he can do it. I think I think he should probably win if that's the case. Yeah. Which would who's the youngest MVP ever? Was it Mickey Mantle at twenty two? That's got to be close. Baseball MVP. Uh, oh. Vlad Guerrero. Oh yeah, yeah. That's 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 right. No, no, he won the All Star. All Star, yeah, yeah, uh, but that's that's not the same thing. Uh, Vita, Vita Blue, it looks like, is what I'm seeing here. Hold on. Either way, I want to get. What was next... that? The 72 Oakland Athletics. Yeah, probably? something like 71. That. Vita Blue MVP. Yeah. Blah, 21, blah, blah. 22. Youngest position player. Oh, it was actually Johnny Bench in 1970 there for a position player. There you go. 22. Uh, yep, yeah. and that seems to be the age because Stan Musial is the next guy, also at 22, and then Kyle Ripken at 22, 23. So, uh, you know. We'll see what happens there. Uh, the The other league is there's not quite the weakness in the MVP hunt right now. It's actually a pretty good race. Uh, it's an incredible race. Yeah, it's between the, two guys. Yeah, yeah, it's between Otani and Vlad. Uh, Otani is. It looks like they're shutting him down as a pitcher for the rest of the season. Um, Bummer. Which you know isn't great for the fans. Why he, yeah. he has a sore arm, and it says uh, uh, the Associated Press put out an article today saying there's if there's any kind of lingering soreness, you're probably not going to see him, or you may not see him pitch uh, again this season. Uh, that's from Joe Madden. Eh, that makes sense, I guess. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense. I, I What's think the, the f- point? They're not going to bring Mike Trout back either. Why would no? They? They're to not play yeah. like fucking what ten games? They're yeah, not do that. Just trot out um, Anthony Rendon's corpse. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, they're not going to sell a whole lot of tickets in the next couple of weeks. So anybody that's playing at uh, the Angels is going to have a fun time beating up on them. <laughs> God, um, fuck, such an but yeah, th- it, that kind of fucks Otani up a little bit, but he's already had such an incredible season, and what he's done is so impressive, and I think he still probably has the advantage. But if you look at the wild card race in the American League, it looks like uh, uh, it's, it's going to be all AL East teams. Unless the Red, oh, 100%. Unless the Red Sox continue... If the if if the A's or Mariners, either one of those teams can make it, right? Yeah. They, they don't have a lot of window left, but either one of them technically could overtake probably the Red Sox. I don't think the yeah. Yankees or, or Toronto are going to go down at this point. But if Toronto is somehow... Uh, if we're it, really lucky, you get some wild tiebreaker situations. Yeah, I love that stuff. Like, uh, we could get four teams tied for two spots. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, uh, Vlad right now is hitting. He's leading the league in hitting, 317. Uh, he's tied with uh, Guriel from, uh, or I'm sorry, he's tied with Trey Turner for the lead for Major League Baseball. Tied also for the lead in home runs this season because he hit, he hit one today too. He's got 45. Oh, keeping up so with Salvi. It's him and Sal Perez at 45. Otani's one behind at 44. And Vlad Guerrero has uh, 103 RBI. He's a little off the pace. I don't know if he's going to catch Sal Perez now because he's, he's at 112. Isn't Abreu above him too? Abreu and Teoscar Hernandez and Rafael Devers all ahead of him. Not, not that that necessarily means it. Well, no, he's tied with Hernandez. Well, it means something for the triple crown. No, I'm saying it doesn't. Yeah. It's not like a big deal to have to. It's not like the standings where it's it's a half game at a time. Right. It's like one. You can go out and get ten RBIs tonight, and you'll be in the lead. Right. Right. Um, not that that's going to happen, but 
yeah, he's he's very, very close to a triple crown. And I promise you, a playoff team with a triple crown winner, I don't give a fuck what Otani did, is not going to not get the MVP. Man, that'd be rough. I don't, that, I, that'd be, that'd be look, wild. Look, there's been co-national title champion or national champions in, in college football before. Maybe you have a co-MVP because this is... You can have a co-MVP, but it would just be them tying for points because that's, that's all it is. Right. Like, you don't, they don't just, like, it's not like a, a, a conference where they like get together. Board, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, they just submit ballots, so they could tie yeah. uh, in that way. Um, that's fucking wild, man. I mean, I, this, is, this is, you're seeing uh, two of the better seasons that any player has had in all of baseball history in the same year. Yeah. Right. That's, that's pretty incredible. And I love that. I love that the race is coming down to them. It would be great if the angels were actually competitive. And to be honest, they're only 10 games out of a fucking wild card spot. And I don't say that to, to suggest they can come back now, right. but if trout had been there this whole time and fucking uh, Rendon hadn't been fucked up all year, they probably would be a playoff team. They'd be Honestly, damn close to it. Like they would sure. be at least close to getting a wild card spot. Yeah. So, Fuck man, that sucks for. Um, so as of four days, as of four days ago, by the way, Otani is still minus five thousand, the favorite, and Vlagrero Junior. Junior is plus fourteen hundred. Hmm. I don't know what it is right this day on my bookie. Uh, I just had to Google that real quick, but uh, <clears throat> yeah, Vlad might be something to to lay because another thing in in uh, Guerrero's favor is recency bias. Yeah. So if Shohei Otani's not pitching anymore, yeah. but Guerrero's in the news every day, pushing his team across the fucking finish line into the playoffs, even if it's a fucking wild card game, I don't yeah. know. I mean, it, it's yeah, it'll be interesting to see where the old school vote goes. Do they? Do they? Is it old school? Is in they appreciate the history of the game? So what Otani's doing is so crazy. Because look, Miggy just won the fucking triple crown not too long ago right like it was, in, and beat, it was like 2015 or some shit like that and be trout who had the better wins above replacement year yeah by like a fair measure by, by a fair amount and ruben schneider looked it up 1979 pop stargell and fucking keith hernandez were co-mvps yeah right? the cardinals and pirates so or no yeah he was yeah. keith hernandez was still with the cardinals and yeah um yeah it's it's happened before honestly it's probably what should happen because these are two incredible performances yeah. like there have been triple crowns for sure, but not a lot. Mm-hmm. There was, uh, Miggy got it not too long ago, but he was in his early 30s by then, mm-hmm. right? It wasn't a 22-year-old season. No. It wasn't, it wasn't his third season in Major League Baseball. And before Miguel Cabrera, who was it? Was it Yastrzemski? Was yeah. he the last one? Yep. In the 70s? Yeah. Right? It had and, been and before decades. that, it was like... So in the American League, there had been a couple uh more recently it was, it's the national league who hadn't had one since uh like rogers hornsby or something crazy like that uh i'm sorry joe medwick <clears throat> miguel the, cabrera was 2011 or 2012 rather yeah your scrim your strimsky in 67 frank robinson in 66 uh mantle was in 56 ted williams won a couple <laughs> yeah he's ted williams yeah uh josh gibson in the negro leagues won several um uh, Lenny Pearson over there as well, but it's not happened very much. I mean, in modern baseball, since the war, it's been Ted Williams twice, Mickey Mantle, Frank Robinson, Carter Shimsky, and Miguel Cabrera. So somebody that's doing something for the seventh time in 70 years, that's pretty great. But Otani's doing something for the second time in and ever. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And better than Babe Ruth did it, frankly. Right. And so that's the, other, that's the crazy thing. This isn't like Trout. Versus Cabrera with Cabrera's triple crown, yeah. where it's old school versus new school. This is old, this is school, old school voters school versus are, old school. Yeah, right now, they're yeah. Com- they are not compelled to go one way or the other. But maybe they're compelled by the fact that or that uh, Guerrero plays for a playoff team. Maybe that would be that might be the edge he gets, especially if he wins the tri- even if he doesn't win the triple crown, that might put him over the edge. I yeah. don't know. Either way, that's a great race, uh, and I'm I'm actually. Tuning in now, I've got my fucking uh, my alert set on MLB TV to any time. This this feels like the uh, that season for Bonds when he was hitting all those home runs. Yeah, or uh, ninety eight. Yeah, ninety or no, ninety eight or ninety eight or yeah. with McGuire. So yeah, yeah I, I I'm getting an alert every time he comes up the bat. Yeah, because I've set it to alert me every time he comes up the bat because M- I want to see what he does. MLB TV does have a uh, 
red zone situation. Yeah, it's pretty. They have good software over there. I yeah. like it. The, uh, what I don't forget what they call it, but they do have like yeah, yeah. an NFL red zone yeah, yeah. type of their own fucking thing. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Um, now these are historically good players, and not necessarily historically good teams. But we're talking uh, next about an historically bad team, and this one's going to sting. For somebody in the audience. <laughs> somebody actually in this room. Yeah. Delco, your Phillies suck, bro. I mean, yeah, what do you t- this might be the worst performing bullpen in the history of baseball. It's, it's stunning. I it's saw the stat close, today, right? and I, I was, I'm fucking blown away. First off, though, wait, I got to know this, Dan. What is, what is your actual ranking of Philly teams you care about? Because you always do seem pretty indifferent to the Phillies. Uh, so it goes UCF. <laughs> All right. I mean, that's fair. My, my number one is probably Mizzou. So. Uh, Eagles, uh, six, uh, Sixers probably one, Eagles two, and then I don't care. The, the fucking uh, Union? I don't know. <laughs> so you root for the Phillies the way I root for, like, the St. Louis Blues? Where, I, where if they're in the playoffs, I'm like, let's fucking go. But I, I used to really care about them, like when Chase Utley was there, when Ryan Howard was there, Jimmy Rollins. But like, so when uh, you were in high school, when I could watch them, yeah. So like when I, I, I they're not on TV a whole lot. So MLB TV is not that expensive. I'm it's not, really not. I'm not gonna it's, pay for it. It's like it's it's like fucking for the entire season. I think it's like 120 bucks. Yeah. yeah, less than a dollar a game, but that's too many games. I don't, I don't no, it's less than it's like less than a cent a game. Yeah, if you go for the because it's for every yeah, it's like thirty five hundred games in a in a major league baseball season, right? Something yeah, like that. It is very cheap. Yeah. Um, but it, anyway. either way, the the fucking here here's the goddamn stats, this motherfucker. Is, this it's, is stunning. It, it, this I've never. Um, there's <laughs> the stunning part is that they're only three and a half games out still, which pisses me off. <laughs> right. Which I mean, look. Anyways, they've had a lead in one hundred and fifty eight of their last two hundred and five games, which is. I don't know how that stacks up to normal, but that seems pretty good, right? Yeah. I mean, you've at least had a lead at some point uh, in those games. The Phillies are 101 and 104 dating back to last season. They've had the lead in 158 of 205 games during that two-year stretch. You probably think... They also have blown 31 saves this year. This year? Just this year. You cut that in half, and they're running away with the division. Yeah. Just by half. Yep. And it's, this division race is over. Yep. And let's see where all those blown saves are coming from since I like to... Uh, I want to be very clear about who I'm blaming for this stuff. <laughs> Let me look this up. They don't even have blown saves listed as a fucking stat on ESPN. What the hell is this shit? Oh, God, you suck, ESPN. Baseball reference has it. Let's see. Teams, Phillies, team it's- pitching. There we go. Pitching, pitching, pitching. All right, great. Go over here. How much, do you, how much of this do you put on Girardi before you start listing pitchers? Um, I mean, you can only work with the talent you have, I it, guess. But. How did Girardi, what, what, how did he do managing the bullpen in, in New York those years? I mean, do you have to manage the bullpen in New York? Uh, I mean, you, with the Rawls Chapman, you mean, or just generally? Yeah, I mean, he always had pretty good bull, fucking bullpens over there. Historically, I would say that's I, be, I believe he was managing them for Rivera when why, Rivera was still there. Why isn't right? blown saves isn't a stat over here either? What the hell? Just look at I don't know what. I'm going to find it because I want to know who these motherfuckers are. Like they don't list this in the team category. Uh, I do not know off the top of my fucking head. Well, I'll just go through every one of their fucking relievers then. How about that? Um, we'll start with games pitched. And we'll look at Hector Neris. He's pitched. Uh, and by the way, blown save isn't always a closer. Anytime you have a lead after the fifth inning and it's within three runs and you fucking give up the lead. Right. Or give up. Yeah, give up the lead. If, even if it's a tie, you've blown the save at that point. Um, let's see. Hector Neris. He has blown seven saves this season. God damn. Seven out of 17 opportunities because he's got 10 holds. 
God, what a fucking loser. Yeah, it's not ideal. Uh, no, it's not. And he was their closer for a while. I don't know. I think it's Ian Kennedy now, right? I, yeah, I mean, they've been going around. Like, they've, it's been, I, com, by committee's not quite the right way to put it, <clears> but it's, yeah, it's not fucking great. Um, what's this guy? Jose Alvarado has three blown saves, but he, and that's in, uh, he's got 14 holds as well and five saves. So that's like, he's, that's actually pretty good. So he's, it's not him. Definitely not him. I'm look, Hector Neris is looking pretty rough right now because uh, nah. uh, the number two guy down the list looks pretty good. Let's see uh, Connor Brogdon. He's actually had some pretty good years. Uh, let's see. Stats. Four blown saves, 11 holds. He's still at least in the fucking plus 50. Um, Archie Bradley, who's a friend of the show. Had him on a couple times. Uh, stats. Let's see. He's got three blown saves, 11 holds. He's got three blown saves and 49 appearances. He's actually having a pretty good year. Actually, he's having a really good year. Um, whip's kind of high, but the rest looks good. Um, and let's go down to where is he? Ian Kennedy. Just because he's, they, they got him from Texas, right? Yeah. Or was it, was it Texas? He was on Texas. I know that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, since he's been there, he's pitched 16 games, three blown saves in 16 games with six saves. I mean, it's three out of nine, three out of nine, 30% of the time he fucking blows the save. That's not great. No. So even the backup they got is bad, but Hector Neris is the big guy. He's the one that's given up the most. Either way, your supposition is that had they not blown these saves that they would be, I mean, look, it's not a supposition. It's just fucking math, Right. How, how far out of the fucking... Three and a half. So if they only... I mean, they'd be up like eight or something like that if they... Good Lord. <sighs> right? If they didn't fucking blow all those saves? They would be like the second tier of best teams in baseball if they hadn't blown all those saves. They wouldn't be in the 90 win, 90 plus win category, but they would be somewhere in the mid-80s probably. Yeah. So they've blown 32 saves this year. Now, to be fair, every blown save does not equal a loss. Correct. And there's some of those games that you end up winning eventually, but that's not good, man. That's really, really not good. No. And I wanted to, part of me wanted to share that with you because I know you hate the Braves bullpen so much. I do. I do. And I'm going to go. I'm we look, are in the top half of the league. Yeah, I'm trying to find that number right now. We have now. 24 blown saves. God damn it, man. <laughs> so we're like seven off the pace of an all time record right now? What the fuck? Eight. Yeah. Eight off the pace, I suppose. I mean, but like. You know, there's a lot of teams up top. So the Dodgers have 27, by the way. So imagine they, how they fucking feel. That sucks. Yeah, that's not ideal for them. We, I mean, the Braves have gotten lucky. If anything, two of the top five teams this year are, are the teams chasing Atlanta in the division. Right. The Mets are also there. Uh, the Giants in the top 10 as well. As are, weirdly, the Brewers who ha- and the White Sox, who have two of the... Be- Dude, the Yankees are in the top. I mean, part of this is opportunity, right? Sure. Because you can't blow a save if you're not winning. Right. But also, you know, lock it the fuck down. I mean, the Phillies have, there's, they rank seventh in quality starts this year. That's kind of surprising. The Braves are fifth, and they're like two games, are they two behind number four, and they're f- four games, four quality starts behind numbers two and three, or who's tied for second. So the Braves are like the fifth best pitching staff. I'm sorry, they're the fifth best rotation statistically. And considering the amount of injuries they've had and turnover and stuff like that, that's pretty incredible. Next year, they'll, they'll be great. I sound like a fucking Mets fan right now. <laughs> Wait until next year, man. We'll get but them next get year. By the way, you know you're talking about the uh, Dodgers, um, just how fucking ridiculous their pitching staff is? Yeah, the team whip. Is that what you're looking at? I'm looking at just the team ERA. I don't think I've ever seen this before. I'm sure it's happened before, even in my lifetime, but I don't remember seeing it. sub three it. team ERA? Yep, sub Fucking three yeah, team I ERA. I I don't know that I've ever seen that. I've, I've their their team whip is one point oh nine. That would be that would be great for a, a starting pitcher. Yeah, that would be like a great season for a starting pitcher, like an all star season. Dude, if your starting rotation is just in the mid threes, if your team ERA is in the mid threes, you're fucking killing it. Yeah. God fucking damn, that team is good. But yeah, the yeah. Phillies. Uh, I I read that stat today, and I was fucking stunned like that is that's the division title this year i think the braves won fairly decently last year in the division mm-hmm. if i recall so i don't know necessarily that makes a difference last year but uh yeah that's 
That's fucking wild. Well, last year was a shortened season too, but yeah, they were they won by four games. What's four games if you extrapolate that out though? Right. Uh, well, they played about half a season, so yeah, it'd probably be eight. Yeah, and, which is a that's a pretty comfortable lead. Right. Uh, in uh, 2019, it was four games, but remember that was the fucking Nationals team that ended up winning the World Series that was right behind them. <laughs> right. So you, I mean, that's this this is uh, way the the Braves have had a lot of good fortune. Those outfield moves they made worked out really well. That's not necessarily good fortune. That was good planning, but the ability to to win despite all the injuries. I'm glad that they're just going to win and get into the playoffs. Yeah. I would be shocked if they went deep. But you never know. With the pitch, with the rotation they have, it's possible. I like the way they're built. And I like, more, more importantly, I like the way the NL is built, which is not well aside from the Dodgers. That fucking bullpen sucks. They what? will, I promise you, they will fucking get murdered in the playoffs this year. Maybe not in the first game or even the first series, but as soon as they fucking come up against the Dodgers, they're going to get fucking butt That's why I'm rooting for the Dodgers to really not win the fucking NL West. We'll we'll see what happens. Let the Giants and Dodgers... Worst case scenario, they win the wildcard game, then the Giants or Dodgers eliminate each other, Mm. and then you deal with one or the other, I guess. That would be great. Yeah. I mean, that's literally what will happen, but whatever. Uh, That's all I fucking got for today. Fuck out of here. Yeah.